What is up, everybody? Welcome to the THP Strength Podcast. Today, we have another episode. It's been a while since we've uploaded, but we're back on the grind. It's been kind of a hectic last couple of weeks. We've actually just moved to California, and we're all three together for three months. The same room. Myself, Isaiah Vera, John Evans, and Austin Burke. Um, you guys probably already know who we are, but if this is your first time listening, I am Isaiah Vera, professional dunker. I've also been coaching athletes for around two years now. John Evans, if you want coach, to. jumps coach. I have been coaching for uh, since 2015. So what is that? Seven years? Six years? Six yeah, years. yeah, six years. Yeah, officially coaching at the. I guess collegiate level or high school level or above to collegiate level to pro level for six years and have coached Isaiah for three years and Austin for three years as well. Is that right? I don't know. I Austin might be long. Less? Two and a half? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, I'm Austin, John's longest standing athlete, and I didn't prepare an intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess other than that, we the update obviously, we are here to coach an athlete. We, you guys will probably be seeing that on the YouTube. We still have to talk to him and see what he's okay with. It'll probably be in the next, in three weeks. Yeah. CJ's going to be also staying with us in like three weeks. Yeah, we don't have all of the podcast equipment yet. And that's because we had to ship Isaiah's car here. And my mic wouldn't be good enough for three people because they are like meant to be up to your face yeah. so we apologize in advance that the, <laughs> the audio quality isn't up to par to what it usually has but been. at least there won't be breaks in the audio like usual and like everyone's <laughs> one of it's just like screws up for a period of time so that's that's maybe one of the fortunate parts of this and it's a little bit easier to upload for us so other than that the content or the information we wanted to cover today is going to be dunking off the dribble specifically the person we're working with wants to dunk off the dribble and we had probably like a hour or two hour conversation kind of like breakdown of what we think needs to happen to like the nitty gritty uh, going into how the ball moves where you want to dribble I've also covered on my on my story and on my Instagram the last couple or probably last week uh, dribbling in games or like as a guard position being able to cut through the lane and dunk so we can kind of cover all that stuff, I guess. We have two one-foot jumpers here, and then Isaiah can kind of do both, obviously. Um, I more or less do like... Austin can do both, too. Austin can do both, too, I guess. What, I guess what are you What are you technically a specialist in now? Mm, right now? Yeah. Two-foot right now? Two-foot. <laughs> at the moment. All right, two-foot. Nah, just like, yeah, probably two-foot at the moment. I'm definitely better off the dribble off one, though. Probably the other two. In general. Just because, like, that's how I would go in game if I got, like, a lane. Yeah, so, so we've, we've got a mixed bag here, and we're just going to talk about, like... Some of the stuff you need to remember, I think if you listen to like Steven Selly, for example, he always says like, my only goal is to dunk off the dribble like T-Dub. That's what I want to do. That's like all he ever talks about. So it can kind of be something that is like coveted. A lot of people just want in-game dunks. I think one of the reasons Briz is probably so popular is because he just gets so many in-game dunks. And you're like, they're freaky. And he's average looking. (laughs) He's average looking guy. Not in terms of looks, in terms of. Ability, aesthetic. <laughs> he doesn't look like, like a freak. A he doesn't look guy. like a freak athlete. Yeah, but he a way pops off the floor. So I think that <laughs> just in general, he's handsome. <laughs> he's a handsome guy. You do? So yeah, he's a handsome guy. It's Briz. I also fan go Briz more than you before you. <clears> that's you true. I, we love watching Briz jump. Um, so we'll just we'll just get into it here. I guess maybe what we'll start with is kind of what we were doing yesterday. The 
ball action that happens whenever you're going off the dribble. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> ball action. <laughs> but that's what it is. I don't know what else you call it. The ball movements. Is I'm that sorry, better? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The ball movement. Wait, this is recording too. Like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Sorry, sorry. So, just going over that, we we kind of dis- discussed it yesterday. We made a, we did make a development series for <coughs> just specifically dunking off the dribble yesterday, and we're gonna try it out today with Ben. But. We did learn a lot just in general about like coaching other people through it, helping other people with it. Cause there's these small nuanced movements that kind of help you generate more momentum, get more force on the ground, and then obviously get more lift. So I guess Isaiah, yesterday you went through it with me. Do you want to discuss like what that ball action actually looks like yeah. whenever you're dunking and how that <coughs> yeah. maybe is different than like. So for, for a two foot jump, there is like a million different ways of coordinating the dribble. And like when you take, your penultimate step and all that stuff. Um, one of the ones that we've actually been covering a lot recently is the, the PP step. The PP step. I think that's what we call it's it. It's sort of a joke, but like it stands for push, push. <laughs> yeah. So the PP step. That's right. Yeah. So if you don't know what if you don't know what the PP step is, um, people that are use it very frequently are Dennis Smith Jr. If you look at a lot of his like high school highlights. And then off Russell, two feet, it'd be off, off two, two feet. feet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Russell Westbrook, I actually sent you a video this morning of Zion, yeah, of Zion Williamson that. doing it. Um, he like he started it like almost at the tip of the three point line. It, oh, oh, he just did one dribble. The Pacers, uh, yeah, he dunked on Millsap. Was it one dribble? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! He caught the ball, took one PP step. Usually it's two. Most people take two. I guess if you're Zion, you can take one dribble. You can't PP off one. That's the thing. No, that'd be a really. Oh. Yeah. It's high. I just. Yeah. <laughs> it's what the joke is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Austin, no windows. And then there's like two. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah they're, they they're appropriate. They're, yeah. They're, appropriate. They're, they're definitely appropriate. Yeah. They actually so, will make the podcast better. If, yeah. If within the constructs of what is appropriate. I'm being filtered by our media. Exactly. Like, I, I, I'm literally in celebrity rehab right now. <laughs> This is all a dream. It, it you t- get to live with two celebrities? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. But I'm not allowed to do anything fun. And there's a dog. There's a dog for my anxiety. Hey, you, you've already leaned out like a ton, so it's working. Yeah. Celebrity rehab is working. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like down like five pounds. Austin's like vertical is going to go back up to like 45 in two weeks probably. Yeah. I want to hit 40. I'm guessing three. He always has a three-week window. Three-week window? From, like, absolute shit to, like, becoming (laughs) a freak. Like, it always just takes three weeks. Um, But anyways, anyways. Sorry. uh, Back to the PP step. So what the the PP step is, is basically a dribble during flight of the penultimate or, like, just before flight of the penultimate step. Uh, Normally, what people do to jump higher off the dribble for trick dunks is... They'll take a, a dribble on the step before the penultimate, <clears throat> gather the ball as the ball, as your penultimate is hitting the ground, and then you use a what what did we call that? Uh, the, um, the ball gather the, the I think it was ball gather yeah, yeah. and then you gather. and then you gather the ball. So as you take your penultimate, you push the ball out in front of you, and then during the flight of the penultimate, it comes in, and then as your block step hits, you punch the ball up in the air. Yeah. So you want to show you want to show them? Yeah, yeah I guess if, if you're viewing this on. Oh. It's, it's widescreen. Oh, my bad. I don't know how this works. No, it'll, so it'll, 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 work. Yeah, it'll work. Sorry. If so you can't see it, you can't if, see it. If you can't see this because you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. Um, but as you're taking the penultimate, you dribble. 
like that. And then that right would be the pee pee step. <laughs> and, then, and then right. This is bad. Yeah. And then going right left, you dribble with the right hand, I believe. And then, and then you gather up. Um, and then that's opposed to if you're just doing a trick dunk, you dribble, then take your penultimate, and then you dunk. So, so that one this way, so you can still the out. Yeah. So you dribble, take the penultimate, jump. So those are kind of the, the two most common ways. I think the other, the third common way to approach off the dribble is when people dribble right before flight of the penultimate. So as the support leg for the penultimate plants, they take a dribble right there, then they gather. And then there's kind of variations, like you can dribble with your left hand, with your right hand. You can take two quick dribbles into the, mm. into the PP step. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I, what I've like noticed too, uh, is when you're doing like that push push you're why it's called that why I call it the PP step is one because it's hilarious and two because you won't forget it and three because you're pushing the ball down as you're pushing your foot into the floor so you're trying to time up driving the ball down or driving your foot through the floor at the same time and then as that ball is kind of like bouncing back up towards you and you're pushing fully off the penultimate step you're switching hands into your so if you're dribbling with your left hand you're switching to the right and that gives you the ability to pass your defender as well as dunk over if it's like a, a forward or something like that. Use your free arm to finish the dunk. So that's kind of the benefit of that. With what Isaiah does, the benefit is that you're only dribbling one time and you're able to cover a lot more distance as well as get the momentum of the ball pushing it out in front of you and then driving it, it up. It almost serves as an arm swing. Yeah, it's basically an arm swing. And you get, <clears throat> you get a more efficient penultimate step sort of um, off of that as well. So The only issue with... The way I do it is it's it's on the very edges of what's legal in a basketball <laughs> game. It's on the edge of it, and yeah. also you get swiped. I always get like. calls for travel, and I try to dunk off to a game. It's so bad. Like it's like travel. Yeah, it's it's fun to do the push push because it looks sick. It always it, it basically is always a, like I guess what would be considered a tomahawk. I consider a tomahawk like touching the numbers and coming through. But for one handers, whenever you're like kind of sideways and you finish with the arm further away from the rim that's like kind of a one-hander tomahawk so you have the benefit of that arm the free arm out in front of you so you're able to either use it to shield yourself so you don't get it in the face or someone to block the ball mm-hmm. or i mean some people even push off it like if you see what's that like it was like the stupid college <coughs> that happened a couple years back where the guy's like whole head was over the rim but he obviously pushed off with his oh his name's like duke or something, something Is that, like the, that was a one foot like though. he injured oh was that one foot he, he won he was one like because you have those random dunks where the guy's knee hits the guy's chest. oh yeah that was oh, it yeah, 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 <laughs> i thought yeah, i thought yeah. he pushed off but yeah that definitely happened but the too. only issue i see with the pp step <laughs> <laughs> say, um, it, say it like it is. You got the no, drive, drive if you want to. No, it's just like people like <laughs> the double D. People like <laughs> <laughs> the, double the double D and the PP step. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> no, like people like me. Um, for example, like Zay's a different, um, I guess, animal, case. different breed, yeah, different like, culture. I'm right-handed, but I jump left, uh, left, right. So, like, for me to turn and dunk with my left hand off a left-right plant, it's much more difficult for me to make a dunk, like because yeah. I'm right-handed. So then that has its own set of like I learn think- how to dribble. <laughs> There's, I think this is kind of where I say like it's a skill. Like if you learned any other guard move, like finishing move or whatever from the three point line, mm-hmm. this is no different. Just the finishing move is you dunking on someone. So, mm-hmm. like it, they're all like yes, dribbling ball handling is going to help you do that. But at the end of the day, like it's a skill. The timing, yeah. being able to do it. I was working with a bunch of hoopers in Pittsburgh. There was one guy that was like six four, six five. He played semi pro ball, I think, in Oklahoma. His name was Magic. The other guy was named Juwan. I think he played at Point Park. 
And he, so that's D3 basketball. Like you're talking about college basketball players and they could not figure it out at first. Like they were just like, wait, I don't like, how are you doing that? They couldn't coordinate it. It was weird for them to, to take the ball, dribble with the left and then finish with the right. And then there was another guy that played overseas. It was a pro guy. And he's like, I can only do that off this plant. And like, what you have to understand and what a lot of people ask about that is like, oh, well, what if I'm right left or what if I'm left right? Well, like the only thing that changes or what changes is how you will approach the rim and then that'll determine like what plant you use. So if you're going baseline, right, the ball can't be to the towards the hoop. You can't be dribbling with the ball towards the hoop because the defender is just going to swipe it. So you have to keep the ball away from the hoop. So, for example, if you're going to the right, like if you're foul line extended going right to the baseline and you're going to have to finish with your left hand. So you're going to dribble. Your right hand's going to dribble. You're going to push down with your right hand as you push down with your right foot on your penultimate step. So you're timing up. You're pushing the ball down as you're pushing your penultimate step into the floor. And then you're, that has to, the ball has to be out in front of you. You gather it. And then as you gather it, you're pushing the ball into the left hand. So you're dribbling with the right and then pushing it to the left. And then you're going to finish left, right. So that a lot of the times can screw people up. Because if you're like me or, or are you right, left, Austin? I'm left, right. You're left, right. I'm, so I'm for right you, handed, so, it's like, so that's uh, awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. awkward to finish with your left Ideally, hand. Ideally, you want to be right, left, yeah. left, but that, right hand. But that's how you get the – that's how you get the – because most people are going to be right-handed and they're going to want to dribble with the right hand and finish with the right hand. Mm. But if you want to be able to get a lot of in-game dunks where you're able to blow by a defender and then dunk on someone, you're going to have – you have one dribble. To, maybe you come off a screen or maybe you catch a pass and you go into that one dribble and you have to switch. You're, you're getting past your defender on that first step that first dribble, but then you're going right into that takeoff. So you're switching hands and now there's another defender. You're never just going to have, you're rarely, if ever, just going to have the paint totally open there, right? Yeah. You're going to have another defender. Honestly, so that's where yeah. that hand, that's where that free hand comes in. That like, makes me really want to work on my left though, because like I was thinking about it, like that would make it so much more fun. Yeah. But if you want to be super versatile, then what you have to practice is finishing with the right and the left and practicing left, right, and right, left. Yeah. So this is where like yeah. a lot of people will say, or I guess there's one person in particular that's like, oh, you got to practice all your plans if you want your vertical to be super high or whatever else. Like, not necessarily. I mean, you could just really be a specialist with one plant. Like, if you see Dennis Smith Jr., basically all of his dunks are going to be right-left, dribbling with the left hand, finishing yeah. with the right. And he doesn't like, do it the other like, way. Going every plant isn't necessary for jumping high, but it's necessary if you want to if maximize you want to your skill as a basketball If you want to yeah, dunk on in every setting, if you want to dunk in every setting, well, I mean, in that case, learn to dunk off a Euro step. Learn to dunk yeah. off a drop step. Learn to dunk but like... Dennis Smith, when he does 360s, is always left, right? Yeah, um, Dennis Smith is both. both oh, right. he can But that's because he practices. He's a basketball but, it, but if you see his in-game dunks... They're right-left. They're, yeah, always, yeah, yeah. He always goes right-left, right and yeah. he always... If he's going to do the PP step, then he's going to go left-hand dribble. He's going to mm-hmm. take two dribbles or catch it off a, off yeah. a pass... And he's gonna switch into that right hand, and it's like it's like clockwork for him. It's literally a finishing move for him at the rim. It's just like super intense, and you obviously have to have a crazy push off when you get the ball, and like kind of know that's what you're gonna do before you do it. So like, it's more about pick your best plant and then practice dribbling and taking the right angles at the hoop. So if you're right left, odds are you're gonna either gonna go from like left hand dribble, go baseline. So if you're starting foul line extended. You're going towards the baseline, dribbling with your left hand, and then switching to the right and kind of dunking baseline. Or what you're going to do is move to the other side of the of the court, and you're going to have to go down. If you're going down the center or whatever else, I guess, like, that's what Russ does. Russ will yeah. come off a screen or something from, like, foul line extended going down the center, 
So I guess it would be the right side, right Fallon extended, right? And that was yeah, normally, yeah. So then you would you take two dribbles or come off a screen or whatever, and then you're getting by your defender and switching to the right hand. Usually when they do that, though, they take off from, like, the middle of the paint. So you have to be a freak to be able to do that. Yeah. But, like, if your plant is right-left... Is that my dog? No, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a, do- a truck. Like the oh. <laughs> so being able to switch, uh, being able to do that just specific skill over and over and over again is how you're going to get a lot of in-game dunks because yeah. you're just going to get good at it. You're going to be really good at pushing off. You're going to be really good at doing the penultimate step with that dribble, getting the ball out in front of you nice and low to the ground, and then blocking your – using your block foot as you push the ball into the opposite hand. Yeah. What a lot of people screw up with is they're not – they're either not good at dribbling with their off hand or they're not good at finishing with their off hand because the ball has to switch hands usually. Mm-hmm. I mean otherwise you're just going to put the ball right out in front of the defender. Mm-hmm. So that in and of itself is a skill <clears> – <throat> I don't know any dunker that reg- that will do trick dunks that way. I, I can't think of anyone that does trick dunks that way. Shaquille, like, right? regularly. Well, he's not a dunker. He's a basketball player. Yeah. Sha- Shaquille, Shaquille will do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, that's how he was, he was doing some crazy stuff like that. Like, I remember, because it looked freaky. I didn't know the PP step was a thing at the time. But like, well, I didn't know that's how he dunked. <laughs> no, but he's a basketball player. Like, yeah, that makes, I mean, that so makes like more that, sense. Yeah, His hands are like, I don't think any dunkers, like you said, I don't think any dunkers. I've seen Staples do it. Like, actually, Staples does it a decent amount. He'll push the ball. I mean, he does that low dribble out in front. I don't really watch Staples. He usually goes right hand. Does he finish with his left? Or he always goes right hand dribble, right left, right? Right hand dribble, right right left, finish, right hand. Yeah, yeah. So if you, like, in game, (coughs) I've seen him do it where he will use the left hand switch to the right. Like, I've seen him do it with a 360, actually. Someone sent it to me in a DM. It was actually really impressive. Some people will finish with two hands, but the downside of that is you're usually finishing with your face towards the defender like you're not you have to if you switch the ball to one then you have that you're like sideways facing the rim you know you're not really like straight on square to the rim square to the defender with their hand in your face if you're sideways you have the the depth i guess of your shoulders whatever that is like 24 inches worth of distance and you can dunk across so that's kind of like one of the big benefits of it whereas if your only goal is to like just get a dunk off the dribble or something like that. You don't really care about doing it in traffic or maybe you're just like, oh, I'm going to cherry pick and just do one dribble or whatever else. Then like, then Isaiah's method is probably better. You know, like I would say most of the dunks you get in in-game are lobs, fast breaks, or drop steps, right? You get a lot of drop steps. You'd agree with that? Yeah. He big mans people a lot. I know he does. He's not tall. (laughs) Just back him down and then just do a two-hander. I feel like that's what you do a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think most most of everything is, comes off of a, a drop step or like, like I'm like cutting in and like someone oh, you catch throws me the ball as I'm I'm and like you, cutting and you dribble it once and I dribble yeah. one time and just like windows. Godzilla. What do you do? And how would you do? Is it a power dribble? You usually do like a power dribble mm-hmm. as you catch it. Yeah, yeah. So that is is that also on your penultimate step technically? I don't think I do. Yeah, this is like really borderline. I'm thinking now that I'm thinking about it in my head. I feel like yours is very borderline. So when you're in game, not thinking about it, like I feel like you just like power dribble right, down and touch. then finish. I feel like it's <laughs> that's very <laughs> different, Austin. Borderline PP step. My sorry, muscle memory. <laughs> <laughs> that's it too much. Uh, well, we'll let Austin be, be as he is. But I feel like for you, you'd use. Is it? What do you? What would you do if you can remember off offhand? Do you know? I don't even know. Yeah, I think I think I dribble. A, a lot of it depends on where the like person is too. Yeah, you you're very you have very good in game instincts because it gets very hard to even like uh, kind of explain how he does. It. You just like, you'll go left, basketball. right, right, left. Like you'll kind of yeah. Do right, right. And I like adjust my like I have like short penultimates depending on like 
Where well, I'm you're naturally to. a basketball player. That's what you did first. Like you have those instincts. Like you have those yeah. goals, like engraved. You have guard guard skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does for sure. Like me, I'm more athletic. Like when I play, I don't really have any. I have to go one. It's way. rough around the edges. Yeah, like I'll get my. I'll, I'm athletic enough to get that stuff done, but like I'm not adaptable. Like if you if you put on somebody on me, like that's yeah, like, that's like with me, me, like you can put me on like a weird ass angle, and then like. I'll find that yeah. angle. I'll lose my little... Ver- I'll, I'll, like, backboard touch when I'm trying to dunk instead. <laughs> like, that's... I can't jump from yeah. a weird angle. There's been a lot of times I've seen him, like, like high enough to dunk, but he just doesn't know, like, he's high enough to dunk or something. And it but it's also weird. Like, I can't dunk um, <clears throat> off lobs, off one foot from the, the left side. If he lobs it to me, I end up doing layups. But on the right side, I can. And then it's, like... It's weird. It's angles. Like, people just adjust. adjust. Like, I can only dunk from a lob on the right side. I can... Well, that makes sense because you'd be going baseline. So you'd mm-hmm. catch baseline versus, like, the natural curvature of, like, how you want to take off of one foot. If you're starting and going right, yeah, I mean, that makes more sense to me, right? Like, you're going to basically backdoor cut to the mm-hmm. rim and then be open. Whereas, yeah. like, the other way, if you're going to take off your left foot and you're going to backdoor cut from the left side, mm-hmm. it's just – it's going to be – it's not going to work. That's not the natural yeah. curvature of how you want to take off. Yeah, it's very whereas, awkward. Yeah, versus, like – most people have like a inward push off their penultimate step, like high jumper of one footers. Even even for two foot, that happens. I think like you're you kind of push, um, I guess outwards with your foot. You push your body inwards, so it's like this natural circular running action essentially. And Austin, yours is really lateral. Like for you, yeah. you actually step very wide, right? And you kind of like sidestep. And then push into the takeoff. I think that's from basketball, from like Euro stepping and stuff. I think it is, but it also is because you get lower that way. Like yeah, you won't see it in high jump, but in dunking, Chase does it, you do it, Tucker, Tucker Zeus, Ayers does Zeus it, does Zeus it. does it a little bit, yeah. sidestep, because by stepping sideways, you're able to lower your center of mass better, and you can also push, you can still push hard off of it. So like it lets you get a lot more lift. I don't, I don't really do that. I don't know if it's because of high jump or Probably. what, but. Uh, I don't, I that's, think like if you do that in high jump, you're screwed. That's what, messed, <laughs> that's what messed me up in high jump. Like, I yeah, if you step really wide, like it, a plateauing it doesn't, it doesn't really help much. So, but if you were to go like towards the paint, so if you were to go from the, like if you're, I guess a corner left side, corner three, and you're going towards the rim, you'd have to cut like, it wouldn't be towards the baseline. You know what I mean? You'd be yeah, cutting like yeah. towards the top of the key. Yeah. And that would, I don't know if you can even do that. Like when I'm going, I can, like, I don't know if that's even, I, can you get around defenders finish, that way? I'm good at finishing. Like I could just, a lot of times, anything from like, uh, for one foot, if I'm going off the dribble, anything from like, the left side, anything, yeah, line like, extended. It's like, <laughs> yeah. long, it's like, it's, um, on the right side, it's like right where the elbow is. Anything along the I can do off of one. Like if I'm off the dribble, but lobs, it's <coughs> on the right side. I can catch lobs or off the backboard. Like obviously I'm coming down. So that's why I set off one. What is easiest for me to do off my left leg is either straight down the center or mm-hmm. I guess I can go from any way. It's just the angle that I take. So yeah. it's not realistic in game to dunk from like foul line extended and be able to cut through three defenders or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you will see that. Like you'll see LeBron James like, you know, fake, fake looking for a pass and then cut. Mm-hmm. But it's like he won't even take a dribble. You know yeah. what I mean? He'll just like catch maybe one dribble and then go mm-hmm. right up from like way out. And yeah. like it's super fast. But I think, like, that's one option. Or what you'll do is you'll see guys go from, yeah, like, towards that baseline. And they'll mm-hmm. kind of finish, like, you know, with their face right towards the rim. And even then, you're, you're going to get a hand on the ball. Like, or yeah. the defender's probably going to get a hand on the ball. You're going to be right in your I face. get stripped a lot because of how I, like, approach. Because of how you gather? Well, I gather differently. Like, when I'm dunking, I go like this. You cup the, it? The cup. You get swiped that way? I don't do it in game. I go like this in game. Oh, yeah. It's, like, natural. So, like, in game, I'm, like, unless I'm, unless I'm like... 
it, unless the ball's pushed to that side where I'm getting around somebody and have to hold it out here, and I just like then I go off that. Yeah, I feel like if Nashville's you're, co- uh, I feel like that rip action, like you'll see a lot of guys do this off the dribble where it's dribble. We'll take the ball two hands from mm. the, uh, the the takeoff leg hip and drive it up and across, and yeah. like you get a lot more lift that way. But usually the ball can get swiped super easily. You're literally putting the ball from like towards the defender down at your. Well, I guess it depends on like where they're playing on you. But I guess if you beat them, you're bringing the ball back behind you, yeah, so they can swipe it from behind. I guess swipe a lot. Or if you're like bringing it then through, you're bringing it from your hip all the way across. So like a lot of the time, if you can kind of do what like Levine does when he does his free throw line dunks, he kind of cuffs it and just holds it that way. And you have that free That's arm. what LaMelo does too, and he's been getting a decent amount. Yeah, of because you can kind of use it. It's the same thing. Like, the ball's away from the defender. So, a lot of the time, like, in-game dunks and stuff like that, people don't realize that it's, like, specific offensive sets in basketball that are going to give you the best chances to dunk if you're not Isaiah. Like, if you're Isaiah, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, because you can dunk from literally any position. But, like, when you see those freaky posters, it's usually push-push. It's either, like, it's yeah. usually push-push. That's they usually really sick. It's like, you know, I always thought it, I always chalked it up to um, explosion, like, explosiveness. Yeah, I think a lot of people technique. say, like, oh, they're just, like, whatever, really quick on the ground or yeah. whatever. But, like, when you're, when you're like us, where you get a lot of these guys that have disgusting verticals, like, we don't do what is best in basketball to dunk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's not what we're doing. We're picking the best option to jump the highest, not the best option to score two points. And mm-hmm. I think where you see a lot of guys dunk a shit ton in games is whenever they are super explosive and super long and they're hoopers. They don't really care, like, about the max touch that they can get. It's, can I dunk on you? That's all I care about. You know what I mean? Where we're, like... The views are dictated by how close my head gets to the rim, or in Isaiah's case, how close his gets over the rim, or how close his head gets to the rim. So, it's not it's not based on that, you know. I think if maybe we were like we were talking about this earlier, like oh, would we just screw dunking in general and just only do it for in game stuff? Yeah. Like just go to random runs and only practice dunks off the dribble and lobs. Like yeah. that's it. That's all you practice. Like then we're gonna get way better doing that. You know what I mean? But. This is not. I, I, I honestly not think that's something that I'd be like interested in pursuing, especially with that court we found. It was like the nine foot. We just went through dribble drills and just like worked on that the PPE. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> so and it's just like time. like just go <laughs> the double D. The, the drive, drive. Yeah, I have, I'm on. Uh, I'm on. Uh, He's being this, is, this is like the Netflix um, selection where it says kids. He's not allowed to be explicit. Yeah. That's literally it. That's kind of the yeah, rules with is, it. This is Disney Channel. There's a, there's a levels. There's levels to it. But yeah. yeah, I feel like that's most of what we covered. Maybe the only other piece is like <clears throat> punching the ball upwards during like the block foot. Yeah. Are you yeah. talking about the PP steps though? Or are you talking about I mean in general, general I think it, I think well, it happens. A lot of people don't like especially when they're doing tricks, they don't drive the ball up. Because <laughs> they're afraid of missing, so they like just drive it to like mid chin. Like you have to drive that thing like at least to your forehead. Yeah, what most what most people don't realize is that like that upward check with the ball has to time up. It has to be synced up in unison with your block foot. So like even when you when you don't have a ball, it's bottom dead center of your arm swing. So when your arms are kinda like down by your sides as they're swinging through Mm. that bottom dead center position has to time up with when the block foot hits and like you get a ton of lift and breaking when that happens and like if you talk to like Isaiah or even I mean I even kind of remember it like you feel like your abs work a lot and your shoulders work a lot right on like when you time up like off good two foot jumps it's like a lot of breaking that happens at that moment like your momentum has to stop and then go straight upwards I, I don't think I've ever experienced that personally really I also don't think you I've also do a circular arm swing though yeah so I think it's like a little bit different like, yeah I don't feel it just kind of feels like I guess Connor does too though it just right? kind of like pings up like I don't know how to explain it like it doesn't feel 
Like, yeah. It has to be relaxed and like, you know. I th- what are your best, I mean, what are your best jumps like with that feel like timing up the arm swing and the block foot? You just feel everything like deflect off the floor. Everything times up for you, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything times up for sure. It's like, I don't know. It's like my arms is what makes me go up. Like, I know when I go off the dribble, like, a big thing is driving the ball up, and it's almost like that's what's making me go upwards. Mm-hmm. It's like my arm is going up. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I've, I've practiced, like, the the double D, the push-push a couple weeks ago, maybe, like, a week or two ago, and I actually got close to dunking just off doing that, which is weird, but I also naturally, I dribble on my penultimate step when I go off right right left but i do them i dribble with my right foot all right sorry i dribble i dribble with my right hand and i finish my i dribble with my right foot like a soccer ball no i dribble with my right hand and i finish with my right so i want to i want to look at my old jumps because when i was still in high school i think i i did something different than i do now because they're more like basketball related and like like I was more focused on basketball, and yeah, I would. I think I did some. My dribble timing was was way different back then. Like I think I used to dribble on the penultimate or something like that. Yeah, and then one day you were just like, "This is better." <laughs> so I I changed my how I dribble uh, by looking at Jordan Kogan, and I think I like saw how you dribbled, like how you timed it up on on spins specifically, and I, yeah, I just like recreated it and just copied how you did it. I, I just kind of winged it. Like, I just did whatever it felt. Because yeah, <laughs> for, so like <laughs> yeah. for me, it was a thing to... I could make it more systematic. Like, I could think... Like, I could get in a rhythm when I'm going off the dribble. Um, whereas before, it was like... Like, if you're in a contest, for example, like, you know how you want to kind of replicate, like, what you're comfortable with? Yeah. Now I knew something that's, like... That I can replicate. Now I know, like, when I'm, when I'm going off the dribble in a contest, it's like... I got that one dribble and like my, like, I don't know, I just get ready for the dunk. Um, whereas before, it felt more like I was trying to do a dunk in a game, and like <laughs> like running down through like and it, it made me more it made me more inconsistent because like it, it could be different every time and I, and I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Something. Another thing I've been doing is I skip right before my approach. Right. So I I, like I skip off my left leg and then I go one, two, three, four, five. Without the skip it feels like I'm in a game. Like, it feels like it's, it's, it, it can be more, it way more inconsistent. And I've seen it with other people. Like, I think with, with Austin, I remember his jumps, his best jumps came when he would, when he would do that same skip. Yeah. And then his bad jumps were when he didn't. Like, it was, it was just kind of It was like noticeably different too. It wasn't like, <clears throat> that's yeah, all, so that's I, it, it causes a lot of inconsistency. Purely for max vertical, I think you have to SB have routine. something dialed in. It's like shooting free throws. Like, like, people do the exact same routine before shooting a free throw. It's because, like, your brain... Like, yeah. I wonder wild. how that would, like, coincide with, like, Vertec. Because I know when I did the Vertec, like, especially when I did, like, my touches of one, I would just kind of... I had no rhythm. I would just, like... Yeah. I would just jump up and touch something. I mean, it definitely so, does. Like, I think a lot of people ask me, like, why do you gallop? And I'm like, it sets up my whole takeoff. Like, I'm yeah. getting a little bit of rhythm. And I'm in, a good, I'm, in a good, I'm in a good angle with body lean in terms of, like... The speed majestic. I have coming into it. He wants to look as majestic. <laughs> want to look as majestic as possible. His hair flows. <laughs> and then on my back style, yeah, my best one like that. He slows the gallop <laughs> and not the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, there's a video that's just all slow mo, but the, the gallop is is when the slow mo starts. So it will technically count. John has lighting guys come and the lighting <laughs> I down. I can see and you like slow moing like, the first gallop. 
and then full speed and then slow mo again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, they don't let you do that. He watches that a lot of National standard. Geographic and Animal Planet, and he tries to copy. I don't jump that high. I just my edits are really good. There's some truth to that. <laughs> I jump decently high. You really high, man. It's, it's oh. decent. It's decent. I can't think of anything else that we yeah. cover with that. Oh, I think we should cover. My voice is cracked. But I think oh. we. I think. What's that? Break trash? I'm breaking it. <laughs> my dog. Imagine we sleeping. fight someone on camera. <laughs> We're definitely getting views if that happens. Yeah, that would be so much fun. <laughs> I would hit THP podcast fire. and then trash talker breaks in. <laughs> that happened on No Jumper, um, the rap podcast. The dude like came in with a gun, like stole money from him. In what? The of, he's like yeah. in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. I'm gonna have to fact check you on that. That's crazy. Wow. Get your fact check. Yes, look it up. John thinks everything I say is a lie. Not everything. That's not true. Just <laughs> this. This sounds outrageous. Everything. No, it's real. <laughs> Adam twenty two, man. Oh, oh. All right, all right. I'll take the L. I'm just, I have to look it up though. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Oh, like oh. We should talk about what are like what what we're doing for training. Oh, like, where are we at, and what the hell are we gonna do for the next yeah. three months? So for me, my goal is to either get my vertical up to forty inches, or kind of like. So you were at forty. I'm, I'm like right at 39.5 and a quarter. Yeah. 39.5.6. Uh, so like, I guess if you want to round up or you want to fudge reaches, then yeah, I'm probably like 41, 42, like probably higher. But if you're really strict with the reach and you're going to use it in shoes and you're going to do all that stuff, I'm like 39 point whatever. Um, so like my goal would either be get to 42, 41, 42, or like it kind of is contingent on how my body's feeling. Or another thing I've always kind of wanted to do is just get fast in the 400. I've never really taught myself out there. So we'll kind of see. Um, obviously, staying healthy is always a big thing. So that's kind of where I'm at. And then East Bay would be like ideal situation. But we'll just see. Kind of depends on like what our training setup looks like, what the guy that we're working with is willing to like – I guess do as far as uh, a grouping. So like either we're gonna have to do two different sessions or we're gonna have to work with him. We don't really know what he what he kind of wants. So that's contingent. We'll just see, and that's where I'm at. Oh, I'm talking about mine. Yeah, where are you? What's um, your goal? So I'm trying to lean up. I'm trying to get back down to like 160. Um, I want to test 47 inches on a vertex. I know that sounds crazy, but I tested 45, and I was like 180. What did you touch? Um, it was 11.3. 11.3. So yeah, um, and then I tested 43.5 off two, or not 43.5, was it? It was because one was bent, we said 43.5, but let's just say 43 <laughs> off two. But I was like 180, in my prime I was like 160, so I'm trying to get back to that and I want to be able to touch like 47, 48 by uh, dunk camp, that's my goal. Um, you will never jump higher than me. I just want to jump higher than me. And um, yeah, I just want to lean up. I want to get. I just want to get more athletic again. My hedonistic lifestyle has led me to a certain roadblock. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna get back in shape, and I want to break my PR of 45 inches. Isaiah, my goal. I don't even have a goal, honestly. I'm just doing whatever probably, Don tells me to. Probably make that. I think right now 50, your goal would be a 50. Yeah, 50. always. I think. I think for you, it's right now is always kind of managing like your ability to improve while also staying healthy. I think a lot of there's, there's a lot of people out there that think that it's possible to just kind of always be healthy and like 
a lot of people will market that, but it's, it's not true. A lot of the time, like yeah. you're, you're going to run into injuries at some point. That's very normal. And knowing how to manage those injuries in a no-nonsense manner and being able to still train despite that or even being able to like improve your vertical despite that is actually one of the bigger challenges when you get guys to this like mega elite level. Especially know? with how it's been the last month. I've been in a, like a weird comp- competitive cycle because it's been like it's been like four sessions with elite dunkers like in a row. Yeah. And all of them like two, two plus hours. And yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. Yeah. Um, so I think basically just don't dunk with elite dunk <laughs> unless it's a contest. Yeah. Don't dunk with honestly that worse than you too, to be honest, like. Just dunk. You get boys who don't even act like you don't. I need to dunk by myself. Yeah, yeah. Zay needs to dunk. Honestly, like, yes. Me, uh, me and I say have this thing where like he dunks and I watch and then I dunk and he watches. I feel because that. that's the best because I think of dunk ideas for him and I'm there to help him and I'll film him and then it's like vice versa. Like he'll think of ideas for me, help me with technique, and that's yeah. how we have our most productive sessions rather than us both being test heads trying to jump high and like being selfish. Honestly, I need to do that. Just no sessions with, with other, other people. With other people. Yeah. He's probably smart. Yeah. But you get amped and then you want to do stuff and then it's just, yeah, it's never good. Well, I mean, you also get a lot of opportunities. It's hard to say no, like, you know, when people yeah. are like, yo, you want to dunk with Sutherland? Like, yeah, yeah. It's hard to do that. I think you maybe just say that for contests. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. It's like a conversation I was having. Um, I don't know if I can disclose this or not. It's a private conversation. I had a private conversation with another dunker and he <clears throat> he basically said... It was, it was another top dunker, and he basically said, me and the other three top dunkers shouldn't even be in the same room, like, unless it's a contest that people are, like, paying for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's, like... That's a good... There's truth Yeah, because you got to think, like, that. having dunk sessions with people like like, like Sutherland, or let's say, like, fucking Jordan Kogana and Jake Carter, like, people like that, that would be, like, LeBron having a pickup run in the middle of a season yeah. with... Like, like KD and like shit like that. I mean, you James see, Martin. like, like you Jordan doesn't <clears throat> doesn't like pick up random events. You know, he doesn't do right. he doesn't really do that. I mean, he'll dunk with people and stuff like that. But like, you know, when people ask him, like, hey, you want to come out to dunk with those people? Jordan's like, no. No, yeah. <laughs> no he's very he's very self focused though too. Um, yeah, I think because he knows what he loves. Like, he loves new dunks. He but, loves making new dunks, and he knows yeah. if he's in a session with other people, that might be detrimental to his like progress. If you're not a pro dunker. Like that's don't dunk with pro dunkers either unless your mindset is good because then like you want to you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, you don't want to quit. I I like, don't care as much. Like I got over it, but I've I, I've witnessed that personally a lot, and I'm, I'm, I mean John knows about that too. I've dunked with a lot of guys. They've never been to a dunk session or something like that, and then I dunk with them, and then they quit. Like they'll, they'll they literally they think they like mm-hmm. oh I was so good, and then you see someone yeah. who's actually really good, and you're like. Yeah, I'll never be that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's a reality check. Yeah, it, it is. Like yeah, I can go into an LA Fitness by myself and people would freak out. But then if I come with Isaiah, it's like I'm a I'm a, I'm a water boy. Next thing I know, I'm like spraying Gatorade in Isaiah's <laughs> mouth. But I mean, I it kind of it's the same way. Like I I remember at the session in uh, North Carolina where I had that that first windmill. Like I was like I am dunking as soon as I possibly can, and I want because I know these guys are going to take a little bit to do their full warm ups. I can just get going right away, and I don't have to worry about like. Anything else other than just myself. I don't have to wait for them to go. I don't have to give them priority. I don't have to like yeah. you know, feel priority. like crap about myself. <laughs> like, yeah. like I think what's what uh, you and CJ did last session was actually really smart. Um, okay. Oh yeah, because 
Like dunk session. Yeah, party. so CJ and Austin, CJ's coming back from, oh, from injury. Shit, Sorry, I understand this. <laughs> Damn it! So, <laughs> so CJ, CJ and Austin had a dunk session. Um, uh, yes, like, but oh, we we I had the session. So it. it was me, Connor, Sutherland, and like Travis and Cole. I think we had we had our session. And then the CJ and Austin waited until everybody was done and they had their session. Two hours. Um, I think the only time I would recommend if you're, like, not as good having a session with, like, a pro, like, something that's elite, is if you're young and you that's your goal to get to that level and you feel like you are going to get to that level. Like, because it's very delicate, though. You have to be very careful. Yeah. Because I remember I dunked with Jordan Kilgannon when I was 18 and I sucked, but that was very motivating for me. Um, same with Travis. Travis finds it very motivating to them, like me and Dan and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if if you're not very mentally strong um, and you're not doing this to be at an elite level, it can definitely take a big hit on your ego. Um, yeah, it takes big hits. As someone that's at an elite level, to be at a session with somebody like like for example Sutherland, he just fucked me up three sessions in a row. Like even that, that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You can say the F word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's, just, it's like... We gotta close it, off anyways. We gotta yeah, close yeah. the podcast. Oh. <laughs> but dunking with somebody like that, like where that's crazy. Freaking 8-5 reach, 45-inch vertical. Like even that's tough to dunk. Like you gotta be at your best. Um, or your ego can take a big hit as well. So yeah, it's a very de- delicate balance. If you want to improve, find people that are a little bit better than you. Like, my, yeah. my ideal situation is dunking with Briz and CJ. Because, like, I can make more dunks than Briz, but he jumps higher than me and further than me. So it pushes me. And CJ, when he's, like, <coughs> rehabbing, and I are very close off, too. So it's like, for me, he's doing more dunks than me, but it pushes me. Like, it's like a good balance. I'm not going to try to match Isaiah off two foot. You know, I'm not going to try to match Sutherland off two foot. Two, two, one, one foot. foot. Whatever gibberish. Um, Yes. Yeah, find someone that's around your skill level. Yeah, like a little yeah. bit better. You don't want to dunk them down either, because then that also you feel like it's an ego thing. Like you're yeah. better, you're like ah, oh, like whatever. I definitely like dunking with people who are at my my level. Like I like dunking with Austin Eli. I like dunking with Austin whenever he's like coming back. We've never really dunked together. We've, We've dunked, dunked once, once, and I was like, I haven't trained for like seven months. No, we dunked twice. What was the first one? The first time was in North Carolina. The second time was in Florida. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, true, true, true. I can't. Barth was there too, so I think. Well, for me, that's that's just my preference, but I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like have your vertical and like your standing reach match up, yeah. and like that's enough. <laughs> your top, I'd say your peak reach. Yeah. You just your have peak to peak touch has to be similar. If you're gonna yeah. be dunking with people, like the thing is, like for me being with Zay so many times is like I normalize such crazy dunks. So if I can't like. A dunk that I've never done, like a 360 on the back. If I can't do that or get close to it, I'm like, wow, I'm stupid. Because, like, I'm no- I normalize that. Yeah. Um, so I'll never be satisfied now for the rest of my life. So thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it's like, I'll never be happy. Well, <laughs> you never hit that dunk, you mean? No, it's just like anything like that Isaiah can't do because I'm around him so much. Yeah. Like, people, people don't realize how much, how, like, how much we're around each other. Like, he's in the living room, like, doing 360 under bolts, like, eating cereal at the same time, like, practicing for He's like... Uh, you know it's crazy. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel like yeah, a lot of it's mindset. But we can cover we can cover more of that in another episode. I feel like this was good, a good starting point. Yeah. We get, <coughs> the quality will increase over time as we kind of get our mics back and can get a tripod. Um, did you have something you want to say? Sorry to anyone I offended, um, and <laughs> I'm serious. I don't mean it. Um, two, 
Would you guys want to do a Justice League review? A Justice League <laughs> review? Right now? No, like after we watch the whole four hours, we, we do like a review the next day and talk about it. It's a four hour movie. Let, let us know below if you guys want a Justice League review. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you on whenever the next episode is. Peace out. If you're interested in training, thbstrength.com. Right. Sorry, John. That's fine. We'll, I think. We'll-